up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Sportsball FM. I'm Andy, and today's episode is a replay of our first ever Sportsball FM Spotify green room session. So I went live. Um, only one guy showed up, but shout out to Nick. He was awesome, and we basically just live streamed our reactions and thoughts to the trade deadline. And if any of you want to come on eventually, we're going to hopefully do more of them for events like the trade deadline and drafts and that kind of stuff. So just be on the lookout for Sportsball FM on the Spotify Green Room app. But for now, let's get right into today's live stream. Let's go. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Sportsball FM's live podcast for the MLB trade deadline. I'm Andy. And so things are starting to heat up. It is 2 p.m. Central Time right now. Trade deadline is in a little bit less than an hour. So there are some trade there's some big, big trades going down right now. And yeah, I'm just gonna wait for some more people to come join and then we'll get started. So some deals are going down right now. So some recent updates that we have gotten. Blockbuster in Chicago. The White Sox acquired Craig Kimbrell from the Cubs. And it was a big package that they got. Nick Madrigal, who was out for the season, but is one of the best contact hitters in baseball. And Cody Hewer, a bullpen arm. I think, here's the thing. I don't understand this. This isn't. This looks like an awful trade for the White Sox at this point. This will look like an awful trade, I think, if they don't go win a World Series because Kimbrell is a rental, and Madrigal is one of the best contact hitters in baseball right now, which I just find this absolutely insane that they made this trade. It's like... with This just looks like an overpay. And they just overpaid for a guy who's going to be their setup man because Liam Hendricks is still going to have the closer job. But I just don't quite understand how, why they would do this. Like, they got a good bullpen arm, but it's way too much. And people on, like, Instagram comments and stuff are going like, oh, the this is a bad day to be a Cubs fan. It is not a bad day to, to be a Cubs fan in this regard because you just got a really good piece for your future. Now, if you look at a different deal, they just traded Javi Baez to the Mets. I kid you not. This is a couple minutes ago here now. And this is a blockbuster. He's, Javi said he wanted to play with uh, Lindor. And also, Lindor might be out for a while now because um, he has an oblique injury. But don't know the the return package for this yet. And we're going to keep looking for more. Next trade, it's looking like... Apparently the Mets are also going to be getting Trevor Williams, too, along with Javi Baez from the Cubs, according to John Heyman. Which is probably... That's probably a smart move. Because they need... They could use another starting pitcher. 
And then John Morosi is reporting that Kyle Gibson and Ian Kennedy from the Rangers are going to the Phillies. That sounds like an awesome pickup because you get a bullpen arm in Kennedy. And then Kyle Gibson's been one of the better starters this year in baseball, if not one of the best. And so that will that should hopefully bolster their rotation and not seeing what their turn is. The A's acquire Josh Harrison and Jan Gomes from the Nationals. So that gives them some infield depth. They could they could have used a middle infielder. Harrison was decent this year, and then Jan Gomes gives them good catching depth too. And looks like I'm getting more updates here. Center, according to Bob Nightingale, center fielder Pete Crow Armstrong going to the Cubs um, for Baez. And he was apparently their f- number five prospect in the Mets system. So I'm not sure because that's a rental trade. That, But hopefully, hopefully this won't turn into the next Kellenic trade. And I am not seeing anything else new. We are getting updates here. So there's nothing new about the return for Gibson and Kennedy, which will probably be a good trade. This, is, this has been one of the more wild deadlines right now. So we might get JD and or Carl on the show a bit later, but for now I'm going to go through some more of the other trades that went down. The really big one, this this trade deadline has been insane today, but like a couple minutes after they were saying that Barreos, this was MLB Network was saying that Jose Barreos was probably going to get traded. He got traded to the Blue Jays, which is crazy because it looked like the Padres, and I thought the Padres were likely going to get him given that they missed out on Scherzer. But the Twins get Austin Martin and Simeon Woods Richardson, who are two of Toronto's top five prospects. And Austin Martin is going to be very good. I think he's their number two prospect, possibly, or he was. So the Twins look like they're going into a rebuild right now, and the Blue Jays get a controllable piece. Hopefully for them that that ends up looking like a good deal. But those are two good prospects they had to give up. And then the Braves get Adam Duvall back for catcher Alex Jackson. Um, not sure, not quite sure what they're doing here because I don't think they're making the playoffs. I don't think they're making the playoffs. And same with getting Eddie Rosario for Kung Fu Panda, Pablo Sandoval. Eddie Rosario's hurt, and the Braves don't have a Cunha. They don't have pitching. I'm just not quite sure what they're doing here. I'm looking for more. So Starlin Castro, so he had a domestic, there was a domestic violence incident. Um, he gets a 30-game suspension. The Nationals cut him, which is good because I'm sorry if you're gonna pull if you're gonna pull crap like that. I, I, it's a it's a the Nats needed to make that move. I will just say that for their organization, and that's also what I'm gonna be interested to see what happens with Trevor Bauer because it sounds like most of the team doesn't want him back, and rightfully so. But speaking of Bauer, the Dodgers possibly made the biggest trade of the deadline so far, and they were able to get Max Scherzer and Trey Turner from the Nationals. Huge deal. They gave up two of their top prospects. Trey Turner is controllable next year, and I believe Scherzer is a rental. They're going for it again. They are most definitely going for it again this year. And then the Red Sox get Kyle Schwarber after they missed out on Anthony Rizzo yesterday, which I will get into in a bit here. And I don't know what the return package on that was, but he was he's a guy who's hurt right now and is also a rental, so it probably wasn't that big. And then with the Scherzer trade, so... The Nationals get Kiebert Ruiz, who is, I believe, the Dodgers' top catching prospect. Josiah Gray, who is a top pitching prospect, and then two mid-range prospects, and that's according to Ken Rosenthal. And I'm not seeing anything else that's new at the moment. Rizzo and Gallo, 
both got traded to the Yankees, which I am, of course, hyped about. And they didn't, they're getting retained salaries. I believe the Yankees will probably come in and make another move. I'm hoping possibly for Richard Rodriguez. And this is something that people aren't really talking about, but I really want them to trade for Brian Reynolds and Richard Rodriguez as a package because they could use center field help. Brian Reynolds has been a really good hitter this year and Rodriguez, they could, they really need bullpen help. And right. And Richard Rodriguez is controllable next year, I believe. And Brian Reynolds is controllable for like half a decade. And now Jeff Passan is saying, um, well, this is interesting. Apparently there was a, he just said, I did not say what people are saying. I said, it's a fake account. Do not paying attention on Twitter. I'm going to investigate this quick. That is another fake account. Let's see what this is here. Yeah, this is a... Wow, this is an interesting account here. Claim that the Mets were going to get Trevor's story. That has not happened. I'm trying to... I'm doing some Twitter research here, looking up different Jeff Passan accounts here. And, okay, this might be the one right here. Johan Camargo, Ere Adrianza, and cash for Josh Donaldson and Byron Buxton from the Twins. That has not happened. And I have no idea what this is. He This other this fake account also said that Juan Soto got traded for Bryce Harper, which has not happened. I don't know. So, yeah, And this tweet that Passan put out was in all caps, which is really funny. Spencer Howard is going to the Rangers for Kyle Gibson, and that's what Passon is saying right now. So that's an interesting return package. Now, now what we gotta see is what in the world is Passon saying? Am I? Wow. Wow. Jesse Rogers from ESPN. Shout out. He believed this fake account that said Chris Bryant was going to the Yankees. Wow. Imagine, imagine being that gullible. That's wow. So this is the deal. Here we go. So Bob Nightingale cited Jeff Passan in a tweet saying that the Cubs are getting Chris Bryant. I mean, come on, guys. You you really believe this stuff? This is said now, now people are saying on this tweet that they need to get rid of Nightingale's blue check mark. That is kind of sad. Not not gonna lie. But seeing nothing new from Passan here. I might take a Check on the Bryant market here. All right, next, new trade, new trade. Here we go. This is one that I predicted would happen a while ago because it's a rental piece, starting pitcher from the Twins who are definitely rebuilding and are are selling right now, obviously. Jay Happ, former Yankee, lovely former Yankee, not, is going to the Cardinals for John Gant and Evan Sisk, both pitchers. So that's probably a good deal for the Twins. I get two. I know. I know John Gant. They weren't going to compete this year, and the the Cardinals get a veteran arm who should hopefully help them this year because I still think they have a chance to make a playoff push. But for now, no new reports. Ken Rosenthal saying that the Twins are including cash. I like this deal for both teams. I think that it's good that the Twins got some pitcher, some younger pitchers, and the Cardinals could. They're always competing. They are still competing, obviously, right now. If you look at the standings, they're not too far out, and I like that deal. It's a rental piece. 
it should be that'll be interesting to see what happens with. I'm gonna check. We are going to check Jeff Passan's Twitter right now and see if he has given us any more updates. Nothing yet. This is so funny that people were actually buying this Chris Bryant thing. Let me. So I believe Bryant is going to get traded. I was thinking that he was likely going to go to the Mets, but now that they have Baez, probably not. That would be that would be crazy if on the sa- if on in the same twenty four hours they trade Bryant, Rizzo, and Baez. That would be ridiculous. So I'm seeing nothing new. See what Bob Nightingale, the legend himself, is saying now. I bet there are going to be comments here saying, don't pretend we didn't see that last tweet. <laughs> uh, Trevor's story. I'm not, I am not sure what's going to happen. So I could see, I could see the Rockies keeping him. Let's check Bleacher Report. Keep this live interesting. John Heyman now saying the Scherzer and Turner deal is getting done. So as to be expected. And nothing new quite yet, but I will keep you guys posted. And now to some other deals. Let's look up an MLB trade deadline tracker here. This might be the craziest trade deadline I've ever seen. I mean, these are some... I mean, Javi Baez, Anthony Rizzo, Joey Gallo, Jose Barrios. I mean, come on. All right, there's... I am on CBS Sports right now. So the Nationals got Aldo Ramirez for Kyle Schwarber from Boston, who I have not heard of. Let's go back to yesterday. So the, the Padres get another bullpen arm in Daniel Hudson. Uh, Tampa trades their closer to Seattle, Diego Castillo, which is a very interesting move. And this is right after Seattle traded Graveman and Montero to the Astros for Abraham Toro, infielder, and then uh, Joe Smith, the sidearm pitcher. Ryan Tapera, another White Sox-Cubs trade from yesterday. Um, So Tapera went to the White Sox for Bailey Horn, who I have not heard of either. Uh, Toronto got Brad Hand for Riley Adams, who is a decent catching prospect. And the White Sox got Cesar Hernandez from uh, Cleveland to fill in that magical hole that they had when he got hurt, and now he's gone. And obviously the Yankees got Gallo for uh, some top 30 prospects, but no top 10 prospects, so kudos to Brian Cashman for that. The Milwaukee got Eduardo Escobar from the Diamondbacks. Uh, the, I told you about the Astros trade. Uh, Tyler Anderson was originally going to the Phillies, supposedly, but then that deal fell apart and Seattle swooped in to get him. And then the other big trades, the, so Jack Peterson was to the, um, Braves was way earlier in the month. Nelson Cruz to the Rays has been, that happened like a week ago, which I find insane. A couple days ago, we had Adam Frazier going to San Diego from Pittsburgh for some decent prospects. Uh, Tusupita Marcano, uh, Jack Suwinski, and Mitchell Miliano are the three guys going back to Pittsburgh. And so those are the big trades that happened. So some big names, obviously. Uh, not CBS hasn't updated with the bias stuff, but I think I have updated you guys about that. Let's go back to Bleacher Report. Bleacher Report, love that you guys have the Twitter feeds here because it makes it so much easier. Passon has not said anything after the fake tweet.
man, Bob Knight, go, how did you buy that? How did you buy that Chris Bryant got traded, man? Ugh. So nothing else new. How you guys doing? Subscribe to the podcast wherever you get it, wherever you might be listening. It really it it if you you'll get alerted when we put out new episodes. Love to get more listeners. Cause I want I want you guys to enjoy this. But the first ever Spotify Green Room live discussion. This is ex- this is exciting. This is really, really exciting because get to live react to stuff and then just instantly put it up because and this is better because I don't have to like edit anything. It's great. Nothing new from Jeff Passon right now. He's trying to catch up to the Mets, and I, on it, that's a really, really interesting deal to me. I think, I think the Phillies are going to make a hard push. I believe they're three and a half games out of first in the NL East. And I think it's it's really down to those two teams because we've we've really seen the other the other teams are kind of just in sell mode, except for the Braves for some reason, which I don't quite understand. Uh, we also saw Starling Marte for Jesus Lizardo go down, which I think the Marlins definitely won because of the potential Marte has, and it's a rental for the A's. And obviously, Dallas Braden was not happy about that. So nothing new quite yet, but I will keep you guys posted. So right now, nothing new from Jeff Passan. Hey, welcome to our first guest in the green room. Shout out to you. Nick Reed in the chat. Congrats on netting Rizzo. Hey, thanks, man. The, that trade, I am I am so excited about that. Because, okay, Brian Cashman has stood pat the last two deadlines done he's done absolutely nothing and th- these are two years that they looked like they were going to be able to compete and now in a year where it's like they've got their backs against the wall they're out of a wild card spot right now but they're going to have to make a big push they and they they managed to get a power hitting lefty who also has a high ops if i'm right i'm going to look up his stats right now. But I think I think New York's going to absolutely love him. And Nick in the chat says, as a cards fan, I hope I never see him again. You know, you know, man, I don't blame you. He's I mean, how he Cubs cornerstone for nine years. One of their their he he's one of their top three players, obviously, with Baez and Bryant. And he's been a part of that core. I, I don't I don't blame Cardinal Sens for being happy to see him go. So with Rizzo, looking up his stats here. Am I letting guests on stage? If you want to come on, um, I could definitely do that. Get your I could get your thoughts on the Cardinals here. All right. Hey, what's up? Hey, not much. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, thanks for coming. Yeah, I appreciate it. Um, so are you located, uh, are you a, a, in New York or are you just a Yankees fan? So I've got fa- I've got family who all from the East Coast. I'm actually in Minnesota, so I have the Twins fan. I get, I get so much heat for being a Yankees fan out here, but it's it's fun because you know what? If it if it were a different team then it like a team that's actually had success, then that would be a different story. But yeah. Looks like so what do you yeah, so what like, do you think what are you thinking about the Cardinals here? Uh they're middling. They're uh, a five hundred ball club uh currently uh and they're what one hundred and two games into the season. It's looking like they're probably going to finish at five hundred. Um I don't think they're gonna be big sellers. 
uh, they're definitely not going to be buyers at the deadline. Uh, they're right smack dab in the middle. And unfortunately, they won't be making the postseason uh, because the NL West is basically going to shut out anyone who is not the Brewers or the Mets. Um, yeah, it's uh, I, the National League is pretty much locked up at this point in terms of the playoff picture. Um, for lack of better terms. I mean, the Reds, you might see a push from the Reds to maybe supersede the Brewers, but I believe Castellanos is out. So I, I, I'm going to have a hard time seeing that uh, come to fruition. Uh, as far as the Cardinals go, uh, you might see Alex Reyes get moved. Um, excellent closer. He's having a career season. He's a free agent at the end of this year. Uh, I think if I'm John Mazalock, I'm looking to shop him out for uh, something of a high price. Um quite preferably maybe a, a new shortstop because Paul DeJong has been awful this year. I'm sorry, Paul, if you're listening to this, <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, he's, he's been swinging a number two pencil like at the plate. So it's yeah, we can't keep doing this. Um, yeah. The, the offense hasn't been, has, has been extraordinarily inconsistent for the Cardinals and the starting pitching has been suspect ever since Jack Flaherty went down at the beginning of June, the, the Cardinals were in first place and they just took a massive nosedive in June and uh, never really recovered in July. Yep. They've been, so they are, they are actually farther back than I thought. I, I thought that they were much closer to a playoff spot, but they're nine and a half back. And yeah. that's an, in, that's an interesting point with Reyes. I did not realize that he was a free agent after this year. And they, so he's what he started. How many saves does he have this year? It's something he hasn't blown a single one. Let me see. Uh, yeah, he's been lights out. Uh, he has been incredibly good uh, and solid this year. He's, I believe he's at, whoops. Um, he is at, his ERA is 193 on the season. And his saves are at 24. And wow, over the yeah, we're just over the all star break. I don't think he's, yeah, his games and appearances, he's been in 44 before he took over as the primary closer, uh, took over the primary closer role. Uh, yeah, in 44 games, he has 58 strikeouts. The guy is lights out. Um, yeah, strikeouts per nine innings is about 11. Uh, yeah, Alex Reyes can throw flames. It's, it's basically this is the Alex Reyes that Cardinals fans have been watching, uh, and waiting for for the last, you know six years like he's the guy that, <laughs> he well he's the guy that we almost traded for chris sale uh, be, when chris sale went to the red sox obviously we're regretting that one Oof, but, that could have that could have that could have been a big ripple effect like looking back on that oh absolutely absolutely um yeah the cardinals have gotten kind of the butt end of some trades uh over the years but then again we've made out with some really good trades as well we've made out pretty well with the goldschmidt trade and we made out really well with the arenado trade but i mean if you look at things like the uh the ozuna trade uh he was okay for us but he didn't do anything close to what um <laughs> he didn't do anything close to uh what yelich has done <laughs> and yeah if we could have had Yelich, I much would have obviously all of us much would have preferred that. Who are uh, the prospects they gave up for Ozuna? It was wasn't Alcantara one of them? Yeah, Alcantara was the big one. He was the centerpiece, and there were a couple of others. Uh, oh, uh, what was his name? Speedy guy. Jeez, uh, what was his name? I can't remember. But he's uh, a he's more or less a tweener, an in betweener kind of uh, guy. You know, in between the minors, in between the majors. Yeah, I'm looking at the looking back at the trade. It was oh, okay. So they gave up. Wow, that. So it was Magnur Sierra. Yeah, uh, that's di- the speedy guy I was talking about. Magnuria Sierra. You, you'd have to. <laughs> you can't blame me for forgetting that name. <laughs> <laughs> and then I didn't even realize, but Zach Gallon too. Who? Yeah. Zach Allen, he was another one. Uh, and now, and now, obviously, they—it's looking so far like Miami's won that um, gallon for um, Jazz trade as of now. Oh, easily, easily, yeah. Jazz Chisholm Holm is going to be a uh, 
<laughs> he's going to be a solid ball player for several years. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, it was the best trade that they had available at the time. They needed a, you know, a corner outfielder to replace Matt holiday. And uh, that's what they got. Unfortunately, it wasn't Yelich. Um, oh, at first they wanted Stanton. They wanted Giancarlo Stanton. I remember that. And Stanton basically stuck his nose up at the Cardinals. Uh, you know, it was like, whatever, fine. Um, yeah. And then, you know, the consolation prize was kind of Ozuna. Um, it's not the first time we've been snubbed for a uh, player going to the Yankees. I remember Jason Giambi. A lot of people thought the Cardinals were going to net Giambi back in the, uh, I think it was 2001 season, but we ended up with Tino Martinez. Yeah. So I, I definitely think we're going to be where we are in terms of the national league is pretty much wrapped up with the teams you're seeing as front runners right now out of the West is uh, let's see, I believe San Francisco is still in first place, but Los Angeles got a, just got a hell of a lot better um, by adding uh Trey Turner and uh, Max Scherzer. And then uh, San Diego is going to be right in the thick of it with the wild card. So the two teams that don't make that don't win the NL uh, West title uh, will likely be duking it out for the wild card. And in the central, you'll most likely be seeing the Brewers and in the East, I guess the Mets, I guess by default, (laughs) you know, in kind of a a wasteland. Now, I so the Phillies just made. Do you think that it moves the needle at all with that trade that the Phillies just made with getting uh, Kyle Gibson and Ian Kennedy? Because Kennedy, their their bullpen has been so awful that they really did need a piece. And then Kyle Gibson, it didn't. It doesn't look like they had to give up a ton. And Gibson's been obviously overperforming, but he's yeah. a rental, right? Uh, they could. They could make some noise. They're not far enough back. Like I said, the NL East is enough of a, for lack of a better term, shit show that like they're only three and a half games behind the Mets right now. And because they're only three and a half games behind the Mets, they're within striking distance. All it takes is just one, you know, bad road trip for the Mets and, you know, the Phillies are, they can overtake them. So I do think they are making strides and it makes sense for them to make strides. If Atlanta tried to make strides with Acuna down for the rest of the year, I would kind of be scratching my head a little bit more and being like, really, you guys think you're going to make a push? (laughs) Like, but as far as the Mets go, or as far as the Phillies go, yes, this makes sense. Most of their stars or most of their, uh, most of their players are healthy. They're just waiting to get on that one, you know, hot streak. If they can get on that hot, if they can, you know, get on a good streak and get, you know, a few games over 500, then they're right back in the mix. I mean, you know, they're not they're not too far without us outside of striking distance. They're they have the same record as the Cardinals, but they're in a much softer division. Exactly. Forgive me. Now <laughs> and something that worries me a bit about the Mets too is their it's just their their amount of injuries. I don't know I've seen nothing more with DeGrom coming back in the past week or so. I think I think he either he hasn't started throwing or just started throwing. And then nobody has any idea what the heck is going on with Carrasco. And with the uh, Baez trade, they just, they managed to get Trevor Williams who can probably, he can probably slot in as a decent fifth starter, but I don't think he really, he does. Yeah. There's, he's not on the same, in the same galaxy as DeGrom. And he probably, he doesn't compare to Carrasco at all, who we haven't even seen all year yet, but Another yeah. guy that I'm glad I will never like, like they hopefully don't have to see again in the near future is Baez. Um, however, he's still in the National League, <laughs> but he is a he, he definitely adds a plus to that team. Uh, you can plug him in on multi, like almost anywhere on the diamond, like with the exception of catcher. Uh, he, he's a solid for, uh, you know outfielder. He. You know, he can play, uh, I think, maybe not so much first base, but yeah, second base, shortstop, third base. Uh, you know, he's, he's, a, if he cut, he's streaky at the plate. And I think that's what they're hoping for. They know it's a contract year for him. And they're hoping they get that, uh, you know, who was it uh, a few years back that just exploded? Um, JD Martinez kind of like entering free agent uh, output, you know what I mean, when he went to like uh, Arizona. I remember that, yeah. Yeah, where it's just like it's insane and like, you know, Scott Boris is your agent and you just get paid forever. 
Um, <laughs> that's what they're, you know, that's what they're praying. They're, they're hoping for. Um, and so because of that, it, I think it'll be interesting to see what he does for them. And they're banking on that. As far as Trevor Williams goes, yeah, he's a back end rotation kind of starter, uh, possibly even spot starter if Carrasco can get it together and you know make you know get back in into the mix of things. Uh, obviously, it's going to be tough, but at the same time, this is probably their best opportunity to win it with Acuna down and you know Atlanta kind of floundering this year uh because i see them coming right back stronger than ever next season so i think uh if i'm if i'm the mets i'm going for it this year i am yeah 100 percent. now that that is what makes me curious like so i thought that they were go- they were going to be definitely a suitor for boreos and I, they didn't get him obviously right. he would have he would have been an interesting piece to add i'm just not sure if if toronto had to give up two of their top five prospects that it's a it was a steep price for him i think it was warranted but i'm not even sure what the mets would have had to give up now what makes what there are two packages of guys or single guys that make me curious right now chris bryant i've seen nothing with him and i'm not sure why there's no reason for the Cubs to hold on to him. There's absolutely no he's reason. He's walking. Yeah, he's walking at the end of the season. And then the one that really intrigues me, and I think I I would not be shocked if we see it happen um, before uh, 3 o'clock Central time here, if they manage to get Donaldson and Buxton from the Twins. Because if they're going to go all in – on this year, I think that's the move they should make. Are we talking about Toronto? Oh, the Mets. Oh, the Mets. Okay, yeah. Uh, wow. Yeah, the New York Cubs. <laughs> if they get, <laughs> if they can get Chris Bryant, uh, I don't see them getting Chris Bryant. Uh, Chris Bryant is the biggest one that I keep hearing is Chris Bryant to the Giants. Yeah, that's the one I that's the one I want to see happen just as like a baseball fan because the yeah. Giants have been such a good story this year. Oh yeah, like they came out right out of nowhere. Nobody saw this coming from the Giants. Like Buster Posey's having a renaissance here. It's yeah, absolutely. It, it's great to see. You love it. Um when when San Francisco does well, it seems like baseball does well. Um but as far as Donaldson, yeah, I'm surprised he hasn't been moved yet. Um, before the end of the evening, I can definitely see him uh, getting moved. Buxton, absolutely. Yeah, is Buxton walking at the end of this year? Um, I don't remember if he's controllable. I'm going to go check out his contract here. I I just know that there's been this whole saga with him not signing a massive extension, which I'm not quite sure. I'm not quite sure why he would, given that or why he wouldn't given that he's got this injury history. Yeah. He yeah. he would be a controllable piece for next year. Or right. yeah, it looks like he'd be controllable next year if a team uh okay. tried to trade him. Okay. Or tried to trade for him. And that slightly increases his value. Um cuz you do have him for one more year of control. I don't know. I don't know. It'd be interesting to see where he goes. He might go to Philadelphia. I don't know. Um, the other, the other point, uh, is the other point of contention is, you know, uh, it's just that contention, uh, it's unfortunate, but it feels as though there's a lot of teams that are just kind of floundering this year. You know what I mean? Like teams that have almost given up or raised the white flag, which almost kind of speaks to a bigger issue in baseball in terms of competition and a lack of competitiveness and you know I, I don't like getting into it that much in terms of you know like talking about like what's wrong with baseball but it, there's definitely it definitely raises eyebrows when you see teams that are just kind of well we're throwing in the hat you know <laughs> like we're throwing you know throwing our hats in the ring in terms of sellers and it seems like you know 60 percent or you know better more more or less like 70 percent of the league is in that uh that position <sighs> I, I mean know. we've seen it with i'm trying to th- so the cubs i didn't 
I was very confused when people said that they were going to have to actually be able to compete with some of the bigger teams in that division this year. They've they then they got good for a while and right. then they just completely collapsed and that's where that that's now why they're in the situation they're in right now. Similar, very similar parallels to the Cardinals in terms mm-hmm. of pitching and lack of offensive output, except for Chris Bryant, who's been tearing the cover off the ball because he's having a contract year. Uh, exactly. But is but the difference is the Cubs most of their core is walking at the end of the season. Oh yeah, that that team's going to look nothing. Oh yeah, that team's going to look nothing like it did they're three going, years ago. They're going back to they're going to look closer to what they looked like in 2013 than in 2016. <laughs> yeah, that's oh, that's going to be sad. Not for Full me. Circle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Now, uh, no, I, I, I have a question for you. What did the Yankees do with Luke Voigt? Oh, oh boy. I think I almost think that you keep him this year. And because they, they, everybody seems to get hurt at some point or another. He's hurt right now. Yeah. So I think that they will keep him this year just as it, because they can shuffle, they can, they can shuffle their team around quite a bit, especially with their infield. But my bet is if Rizzo ends up being successful, they have, then they have a couple options. One, They've had ties to Corey Seager apparently since 2018. So you go, they have, there's so many good shortstops that are going to be hitting the market. So you go sign one of those shortstops, move Labor Torres to second, which is where he plays better, move LeMahieu to first. And then you're, you can either keep Stanton at DH or move Voight to DH if you keep Voight and then move Stanton to the outfield, which I'm not quite sure. if Since they're going to have Gallo and Judge next year, and then hopefully a guy like Aaron Hicks, or th- they'll, they'll have options for center field. I think, so that's one option, is you just sign a shortstop, let Rizzo walk, keep Voight. Yeah. Second, second option, which uh, that this kind of appeals to me, you keep what you currently have, except just trade away... Voight and try and either restock the prospect pool or get a good outfielder because if you get a good if you get a good center fielder to pair with Gallo and Judge that's going to be that would be fantastic and then you give Rizzo like a five year deal or whatever so that you can have this infield core long term and then obviously obviously they're going to need to extend Judge I think that's that's a no brainer at this point but the third the third option. I see is sign a shortstop, keep Stanton at DH and just trade void. Cause yeah. I think, I think they can get a return for him. Oh, for sure. Yeah. But I'm, I'm a little bit skeptical with his injuries now this year. I'm, I'm not, I'm not going to lie. Yeah. It's, it's a strange place to be in because like, he's, I don't know. It's it's difficult because you the Yankees are in an actual like an in an enviable position. They have a surplus of talent, and I mean it, the question kind of relies on: Do you want Stanton playing outfield, or do you want you know do you want like Voight to play first base, and you know, or you have a lot of different options to kind of choose from, and it's one of those damned if you do damned if you don't kind of situations exactly i don't like i i personally if if this whole thing with stanton building up his strength to play the outfield thing is like actually true and he's going to not be as much of an injury risk then great that gives you even more flexibility but i'm i'm still a little worried about his fielding because obviously judge is a great fielder gallo is a great fielder Right. Hicks is a Hicks is a good fielder when he's healthy, but I'm sure I'm there's there's better I'm sure center field. Yeah. They can find another center fielder if they need to. Yeah. I'm not that I would I would not be too worried about. But personally I think Stanton's a DH. I don't really think I don't really see him as an outfielder anymore, especially in the AL. Yeah. Looks like Craig Kimbrell just landed on the White Sox. Yeah, he did for Madrigal too, which Interesting. For I don't. Wonderful. I don't. I don't. I don't understand that move at all. 
I, I really don't because I think yeah because they traded for Cesar Hernandez, but he's yeah. I think he was on a one year deal, so right. he's a rental. And you just gave up one of the best contact hitters in baseball. It, it looks like an overpay. It's almost like the reverse of the Quintana deal. Yeah, the two teams. Exactly. Exactly. Like, hey, thanks for Eloy. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, we'll shuffle a little magical back your way, uh, which makes sense. Not really, but I mean, <laughs> if I was a Sox fan, I'd be kind of scratching my head, especially with you know Kimbrel. I guess Kimbrel's having kind of a renaissance here. Uh, in response to the la- the previous two seasons, where you know he just wasn't himself, um, but I mean he's he's definitely bounced back, which I'm happy for because you know like I like Craig Kimbrell, I think he's a terrific pitcher, um, uh, but he's I don't know uh, closers are spotty like that sometimes when they lose it they just never get it back again and uh, yeah how long does uh, Kimbrell's contract last for the uh, how long do they have him under control for I wonder uh, I think I think he's a rental oh, which makes rental. it even more stupid oh wow well then never mind um, well that's Tony Larissa for you. <laughs> Exactly. I mean, they have a great the the White Sox are going all in. Obviously, I think that that, that division's locked up. That division, their, their, their rotation is so good, that, and they're getting Robert and Jimenez back. Yeah, I they're my favorite to win the AL right now. Yeah. Absolutely. So obviously, you add another bullpen arm for the playoffs. That's great. Mm-hmm. But I'm not sure. I'm I the, looking back on this even next year. This could look like a really bad trade. Who do you see making it out in terms of wild card teams? Uh, oh, it's so AL. tough. I'm the AL is a flip reversal of the NL, where it's like there's a lot of competitive teams in the AL versus the NL. Exactly. I don't. As a Yankees fan, I want to say the Yankees that they're going to get the at least the second spot, but I'm just not. I'm I'm not sure if. I'm just not sure if that's going to happen at this point, given how streaky they are. But on the other hand, if I don't see a move from Tampa in the next 15 minutes, I'm going to be very, very, very skeptical of them going into this playoff push. Because Boston, I think it's taking that division no matter what at this point, because they've been consistent. They don't have these injuries and stuff. Like, Tampa doesn't even really have a rotation at this point and they've been they've been fine but not great oakland has been struggling the past month or so i'm not sure if seattle was my are they there is the future now (laughs) with seattle can we finally say seattle's legit i here's the thing i i don't quite know what that graveman move was but and their run differential is so it's their run differential is so bad. They've gotten really lucky, but I think they've got a shot to make it, especially with getting Castillo and Tyler Anderson. And now we have new, new trade, two new trades. The Astros are getting Phil Matone from Cleveland for miles straw. So Cleveland gets some speed there. And then apparently according to Joel Sherman, the Yankees are trading for Andrew Heaney from the Angels. Wow. So. They're making a push. I I guess that's their cheap pitcher, given that they missed out on Gibson. I still, I still in the next 10 minutes, want to see like them get Richard Rodriguez or a guy like, oh, say like a Hansel Robles from the Twins. Because I think there are plenty of guys that could kind of fill in gaps in their bullpen that aren't Rodriguez. Yeah. And I think I think that's a move they absolutely need to make. But Haney's a start at least. Oh, absolutely. Kind of surprised the Blue Jays made a move for Barrios. Well, he's a controllable piece. Oh, he's so controlled. He's not a rental. Okay, never mind. not at all. That, per- that explains the steep price for him. Yeah, that that makes perfect sense then, um, because I doubt they're going to make the wild card this year. Uh, I mean, it's possible. No, they're not going to make the wild card. They're ten games behind. Uh, the Rays and they're yeah they're seven games behind the A's um, <clears throat> and that would also mean the Mariners would have to take a swoon as well um, all right 
Yeah, the Blue Jays pen is terrible too. So I just yeah. I don't I don't trust it at all. Yeah. No, that makes sense. Um Yeah, I wonder who the Rays are going to go for. Who do you think they would uh they'd be looking for? Well, I saw the rumor originally that I was seeing was that they were going to go try and get Bryant and Kimbrel, but they obviously can't get Kimbrel anymore. So I don't know. I my gut is telling me Story is not going to get traded. I think Razel Iglesias could possibly get moved. He's another guy that the Yankees could look at, but apparently the price got jacked up on him because of Kimbrel. For your sake, I really hope they don't pick up Story because that makes that Rays team really, really good for a while. I mean, he's a he'd be a rental for this year, but if they could extend him. Oh, I didn't realize he was a free agent at the end of this year. Okay. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's not the most unheard of thing in the world. I mean, if you're okay with playing in front of zero people, but at the same time, <laughs> I mean, on the other hand, you don't have to pay income tax and that's nice too. <laughs> exactly. So with, let's see any, there's nothing. I, Andrew Haney can't be the only move they're going to make right here. It can't be. I'm seeing. I'm seeing nothing else though. So eight more minutes, and then we're gonna get the. Then we're gonna get the big flurry of tiny deals that we always get. Yeah. That like just get in. Yeah. Nothing new for now. You think? Uh, I'm kind of surprised that the Red Sox' biggest move at the deadline was Carl Kyle Schwarber up to this point. Well, I think the re- I think it's because they they missed out on Scherzer. That's yeah, that's a big one. Yeah, that's rough for them. But I'm I'm very glad they didn't get Scherzer. I I'm glad they I'm I'm actually even more glad that they didn't get Barrios because that would make them dangerous next year too when when everything like resets and stuff. Because I think they're taking the division this year. Yeah, they're no. going to be dangerous, especially when Sale comes back. Mm-hmm. But if they had gotten Barrios, that would have been that would have been scary. That would have been scary time. Oh, here we go. Here's the big one. Here's the big one. Bryant has been traded to San Francisco, according to Jeff Passan. There it is. Applause. There's the move. I love it. I love I love that move for Love that move for the Giants. I think Zaidi is a genius. Absolute genius. I wonder what they gave up for him. I I, I bet Joey... Uh, it makes perfect sense. Long Joey way. Bart would make a ton of sense given that yeah. catching prospects have a tendency to flame out and uh, Posey is having a resurgence. Yeah, Longoria was having a resurgence before he got hurt, but no... Uh, Bryant fits in extremely well to that lineup. Um, yeah, you just got a younger, uh, better Longoria for the rest of the year, which is, uh, wow. That NL West division is going to be a madhouse for the rest of the oh. year. It could imagine if somehow the Giants stay at the top of that division and there's a Padres Dodgers wild card game. That's going to, I love it. (laughs) It's going to be, I'm telling you both of the team, it's going to be two other NL West teams. There are two NL West teams in the wild card. Like there's nobody else that's going to catch up with them. I don't, I, yeah, I don't think so. I remember everybody talking before the season when people thought the Braves were going to be good and nobody was talking about the giants at all, that everybody thought it was going to be like a DeGrom and the Mets versus the Padres wild card game. Yep. Dodgers Padres would get insane because then what do you do? You pitch probably Darvish versus sure no uh, Darvish versus Kershaw maybe. Ooh, yes, tough. I think the Dodgers or, or Snell that. or Snell. Snell's been so inconsistent. Yeah, that's true. I don't know, man. And poor, poor Pod. I feel real bad for the Padres now that they have the biggest move they made was Adam Frazier, who they didn't even need, and now Bryant goes to San Francisco. That is that's tough. That is tough. If you do get him, if you do get Bryant, 
with the Padres. I suppose you could stick him in left field because you have Machado playing third. He's not going to move. And Tatis Jr. is playing short. He's not going to move. I bet I remember remember Hosmer was they were trying to trade him and they were going to try and move like Cronenworth to first or something. Yeah. I don't know. It's it's difficult to say. Um Yeah. I I don't know. I thought uh Barreos might be Yeah, he was actually the primary target for the Padres. They were trying to pick him up. Um and then they were trying to get Daniel Hudson too. And they got him. Their pen, their pen's going to be good. Their, their pen, pen is going to be good for sure. They, I don't see them making any other. Well, I, I do see them making more moves, but I just I don't know where they're going to come from. Yeah, we got three minutes left. Brewers get John. They get John Curtis for Peyton Henry. They get Curtis from the Marlins. That the Brewers are going to be a big sleeper. Oh, always. Their 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 pitching rotation is unbelievably underrated. Yes, na- I mean that's that Freddie Peralta. Per- yeah, that's yeah, the team Freddy nobody's Peralta. looking at. That's the team nobody's talking about. Freddie Peralta, Jimmy Nelson, like they they've got studs, all, like all over that all over that uh, rotation, and in their bullpen as well. Yeah, yeah per- Peralta, sl- Woodruff, Burns. That that's scary. If you play them in like the NLDS, you get swept, probably. Yeah. Exactly, and then yeah, and then you get to the bullpen, and then you get to deal with uh, all the monsters they have in there. Exactly. Now we've got new. Apparently, Joaquim Soria has been traded to the Blue Jays from the. I mean, they need bullpen help. They need anything they can get for that bullpen. So respect. Respect. Now, seeing nothing about the Bryant package, but my bet is probably Joey Bart. Huh. Yeah, most likely. No, no new deals yet, though. It's gonna. I'm betting. Not at in one minute. Joey Bart going and to be Joey Bart and Lamont Wade. That's all they got. They got. So the let me see. Let's see what they're saying. Hassan might be on it. He is. He tweeted nine, nine minutes ago, finally making their move, and it's big. Chris Bryant is heading to San Francisco for outfielder Lamont Wade Jr. and top prospect Joey Bartz. Wow. They're very high on Joey Bart. Big move. Ooh, we've got our we've got a blockbuster for the Padres. They get Jake Marisnik. Ooh. Interesting. Interesting. That they are a big loser at the deadline so far. Yeah, that's that's the best they got, huh? A fourth, a fourth outfielder. <laughs> <laughs> that is tough. That is tough. But they they were already. But I tell you really what, if, uh, if Buster Posey is blocking the plate, Brisnick <laughs> will take him out. <laughs> oh. oh man! See nothing, nothing new coming in yet on Bleacher Report. Let's see. So, so Bryant, Rizzo, and Baez are all gone. Let Bryant, Rizzo, Baez, Kimbrel, uh, well, it's, uh, Tapera, Peterson, uh, Marisnik. Now, uh, their team will literally be completely different, top to bottom, next season. Yeah, that's going. That's going to be wacky. See you later, David Ross. <laughs> I, that sucks to be him. It's like you you walked into a competitive team and now you're you're stuck with whatever the hell you got. <laughs> yeah, one cold streak completely changed that that franchise. You know, it's interesting because I talked like, believe it or not, we Cubs and Cardinals fans are somewhat cordial to each other, and especially in seasons like this where like we know neither team is overly competitive and I've talked to some I've spoken to some Cubs fans and like the more knowledgeable ones uh, tend to be a little bit more on the side of they 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 flow a little bit more on the side of like you know hey I'm kind of glad 
you know, because this way we can rebuild and reset all these guys. There was no way they were going to be able to resign all these guys at the deadline or, or not at the deadline, but in free agency, um, especially for what they're going to be asking for. And so because of that, it's, it's almost, you got to do what you got to do. Yeah. You have point. to do it. it. I mean, in this, in this climate, I mean, they brought them all up at the same time, you know, to win the 26 world series and good on them. They did. Uh, but at the same time, it's like when you bring all your guys up at once and, you know, those rookie contracts are over with, you, you know, they're going to walk. And it's just exactly. the structure. It's the structure of the rookie contracts under the, you know, the current CBA. Exactly. Maybe changing the next year or two. Yeah. That, I really hope we pl- there's a baseball season next year, by the way. It's just- going to be different. Yeah. Sorry. Go ahead. Yeah, it's going to be tough. New new trade, Freddie Galvis is going back to the Phillies. He has made, officially made it full circle. <laughs> so, I mean, that's a good, that's a decent depth piece. He's been yeah. fine. He's I'm been good fine. Good with Galvis. Good for him. I don't hate that deal. Because it's a, it's, a, it's a guy from, the Orioles tend to get guys like that. Right. That makes me wonder. I wonder if there, I wonder if there's going to be a trade coming in here for, Say like a Paul Fry type pitcher for bullpen depth. A la Jonathan VR. Yeah. One of those guys who are just like rentals for a little while um, to fill up a roster space. You know. Let's uh, see. Like when when you talk about the Orioles, like it just seems like they just in the last few years they're just if there was a salary floor, they would be meeting it. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing. Wow, nothing. Nothing new for this little flurry yet, except for Galvis. That, that's actually kind of unexpected. I'll be. Oakland make any moves? Oakland got. Let's see. They they made some smaller ones. I think they 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 got Josh Harrison and Jan Gomes from the. Nats. So they basically just blew up that entire team. Yeah, that's insane. Um, I wonder what. I can't. I can't wait to see the secret base collapse video about how the Nationals went from (laughs) winning a World Series to two years later having almost nobody. Like I know you lost Strasburg, but geez, did you have to blow everything up? Well, no. They would have traded Strasburg if they could have. Yeah, but his contract is so Trust. that contract's looking awful. Yeah, we might not have any more buzzer beater a buzzer beater deals here besides Galvis. I'm seeing no new reports. Yeah, that's interesting. Okay. Yeah. Um. Well, in that case, yeah. The last sleep? thing I'm seeing is that the Scherzer and Trey Turner deal is official, right? Okay. And other than that, nothing else. So, I guess I guess that's that's your trade deadline crazy one. I can't believe the Cardinals didn't sell or buy or anything. They're not. They're sit. They're sitting in a really, really awkward position. So they are. As in all way. fairness, the the Cardinals haven't had a complete rebuild since the mid nineties. If we're being honest, uh, you know, in, in terms of that, like, which is nice from a fan's perspective because your team's generally competitive, kind of like the Dodgers, you know, uh, where you know, like the team. It, they rely more on like farm system and things like that versus just or excellent scouting to find gems. You know what I mean? Yeah. Versus the alternative. But yeah, I don't know, man. That looks like Reyes isn't going anywhere. Interesting. I feel like they could have gotten a good prospect for him. I think I feel like they could have as well. A really good prospect for him. Um, let me see. He's eligible for arbitration next year, so he's technically not a free agent until 2024, but personally I would have offloaded him this year. 
because he's going to command a large amount of money in arbitration. Uh, one year for uh, $900,000 this season um, because of the weird way the service time works and because he's been injured for so many seasons. However, I stand by my initial uh, assessment that they should have offloaded him. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he's going to be a key piece for that bullpen for a while, obviously. So, If he stays healthy, yeah. That's true. That is true, and that's that. That was the that's been the Jordan Hicks issue. Yes, been the, yes, which is a that, shame because he's he's a fun player. He is a really fun player. Who doesn't like to see one hundred and five with cut? I mean, yeah, <laughs> absolutely, and that's a shame. Uh, I don't know, man. Good luck to your Yankees. Uh, I feel like they're definitely still in the mix. Um, it's gonna be it's gonna be a brawl. Uh, I'll definitely be watching more more of AL baseball towards the end of the season than NL baseball this year because uh, yeah yeah the, it'll be a lot more exciting on that side of the fence um, versus you know what we already have in terms of the teams that have kind of uh, pulled ahead. Yeah, for sure. Well, I guess I'll uh, I'll jump off. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, thanks for coming on. That was a lot of fun. Yeah, absolutely. Here, let me follow you, and then uh, yeah, I'll I'll catch you around, Andy. Yeah, thanks for coming on, man. Thanks. You too. All right, so probably going to end the live here. That that's the trade deadline, I guess. So a lot of big deals went down, and. We're just gonna have to see how it plays out, and I think I think it's going to be it's gonna be super interesting. So, Nick, again, thank you so much for coming on, and I'm gonna end the live right here. Shout out to Nick for coming on to the green room and talking baseball. Ton of fun. Always love doing that, and. This was probably one of the most insane trade deadlines I've ever seen. It was absolutely crazy. And hopefully we'll do more green room sessions for stuff like um, drafts and that kind of stuff. So a couple quick announcements. If you want to send a voice message to be featured on the show, uh, go to anchor.fm slash sportsball-fm to send in a voice message and you could get featured on the show questions comments anything and also we will hopefully be having a nhl free agency and kraken mock draft recap coming soon so be on the lookout for that anyway thank you all so much for listening catch you guys on the next one peace